Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey! Final Fantasy VII Remake is back. Uh, yeah. The PS5 version, so Doug upgraded to the PS5 version, bought mm-hmm. Intermission, which is the new Yuffie DLC, um, and started playing through that. So I guess to start with, how is the upgrade from 4 to 5, is it noticeable? Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. Sixty FPS feels real nice. That's what I, I will say like, there's some like, there's some like minor, um, there's some other technical changes they made, but like I would say it's like minor, just to, like the sixty FPS just feels really good. And I've I've gone back and forth between like quality and performance mode, and like, I you know I understand like the resolution's a little bit different, but like the 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 hair looks a little bit better in like quality mode versus mm-hmm. like sixty FPS feels like amazing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's sixty FPS every time. Well, yeah, that's always the way to go. That's always the way to go. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're not going to talk really about Final Fantasy VII Remake. We've done stuff with that already. So the the, the yeah. new stuff here, though, is the Yuffie thing. So where does this even fit in? Is it in the middle of the story, post story? I don't. I've kind of avoided everything with it. I'm going to play it later today. But yeah, yeah, no. So so it's it takes place. I'd say um, maybe about halfway through through the um, through the game. At this point, your Final Fantasy VII crew has already done some major things that that are noticed in the town of Medgar. Um, so I would definitely recommend playing this after after you finish Final Fantasy VII. Like it definitely it clearly slot in during like kind of like the midpoint of the game. Mm-hmm. But it's like the, a lot of the allusions they make to like later story points and stuff like you're not going to get unless you finish it. Yeah. And the story revolves around uh, Yuffie, who is a known character in um, Final Fantasy VII, who yep. is a ninja. <laughs> I just I didn't realize that she was just like explicitly a ninja. They're yep. like, oh no, Wu Tai ninjas. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, she's a ninja. <laughs> Uh, she's a ninja, and her and her partner Sonan, who is also from Wu Tai, who's kind of this. Um, they don't they talk about in Final Fantasy VII Remake, who's this other country, I guess, yeah. who's constantly battling Midgar. Um, and she and this other Wu Tai, also a ninja, um, <laughs> are are breaking into a Midgar facility to try and find some uh, mysterious, all powerful materia. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. And for those who play Final Fantasy VII, it's like, oh, that's kind of neat. Um, or Dirge of Cerberus, maybe. Or, oh God, <laughs> I, that's so funny. I, it's it's a bummer you haven't played this, um, because I will say that it goes super hard into Dirge of Cerberus, which is a, and I'm sure people have like, what the hell is Final? You know, who've just started Final Fantasy VII? What the hell is Dirge of Cerberus? So when Final Fantasy VII first came out, there was just a bunch of stuff like in the ps2 era of like different side games different side stories and there's a very not well received game called dirge of cerberus um and for whatever reason they're like this has significant story importance let's pull (laughs) all of those characters in um and and from what i understand because you're kind of going into the hidden areas of midgar which is actually apparently that's where like dirge of cerberus is sort of set during and i don't know this it takes it takes place with a lot of the like Here's the secret behind the scenes stuff that Shinra's doing that even Avalanche didn't know about. Exactly. And so Yuffie is is getting involved in some of that stuff. And uh with, with her partner Sonon. There is kind of a funny aspect of it. That, that there's there's an interesting dynamic though, because they are Wu Tai and they're helping and they're getting helped by a different group of Avalanche, who is just apparently next door to your group of Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never discussed. So in Final Fantasy VII Remake, they, they make it clear that um, your crew, your Avalanche crew, was a spinoff of the main Avalanche group yeah. because of your 
different thoughts. And then so you're actually meeting with the the group they had spun off from. And apparently there's a whole group there, five or six characters, all have voice dialogue and stuff. And like literally next door to the bar that uh, <laughs> you may have seen in Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it is funny. Anytime they see the main crew, like there's, it, this is not, I, I've got, maybe there's a, like light spoilers. Yeah. Like you do see the Final Fantasy VII main cast. Yeah. And they do a lot of like, you know, let's stay away from them sort of thing. So like... <laughs> So like they were always there, you just you just never saw them, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the interesting dynamic is that because your group is Wu Tai, there's this kind of interesting dynamic of them not trusting Avalanche because Avalanche is part of Midgar, and there's yeah. a sort of like learning of like you know we don't agree with your government, but we support your people, sort of talk, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of fun. Um, and so I think some of those things like we've just learned as a society in the last like 20 years of like, you know, a government may be bad, but you can still support the people and, and that kind yep. of thing. And it does some interesting dynamics with that. That's cool. Um, it, it's and it's pretty cool. And that's like the basic story. I will say like kind of when it's all said and done, I don't think the story was necessary. It wasn't like it didn't add it like enough to the mythos to be like, ah, that's awesome. It was just like, ah, I probably should have played Dirt to Cerberus was my, <laughs> <laughs> was but, my ultimate conclusion to that. But um, I feel like that's kind of the deal yeah. with a lot of these. Even with the Final Fantasy 15, it seems like they're going the same route they went with 15, where it's like, okay, we're just going to kind of give the characters their own little side stories that happen intermittently yeah. throughout the story. And even with those, it's the same thing where it's like, oh, that's kind of neat and fun. Didn't get much out of it, but it was neat and fun, and I got yeah. a new character. I got to play as a new character. Yay! And it, it is nice to sit with us like with Yuffie for like a bit because Yuffie is a is like a kid essentially not a kid but like a like a young teenager yeah um who is kind of silly and goofy and the whole like the whole tone of the DLC until it gets serious um has this kind of like funny and goofy tone um that I think people will either like or hate um because <laughs> yep. sometimes like Japanese humor can either go like one way of like this is really stupid or like this is really stupid but I'm having fun kind of thing yeah. And it definitely likes to toe that line. Um, but Yuffie is kind of fun as a character. Um, and I did enjoy playing as her. I will say mechanically, though, insane. Just <laughs> in, in what just... way? Like, how is it different than than uh, Cloud and Seven? So if, so when playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, the action combat of, like, you know, you actually doing the sword slashes or whatever yeah. is, like, pretty simple. But I enjoyed it. It's super fun. But it's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. And I would say most of the time you're waiting for your abilities to recharge. Yep. And, like, and that's where the real combat is and the abilities and like when to dispatch those Mm -hmm. but they gave yuffie like a ton of mechanical just the normal fighting stuff like the not ability related stuff so she plays like a like like a kind of proto devil may cry character that's like just as fast you can do these weird cool combos and stuff you can um you can do this fun thing where Sometimes when you're fighting an enemy, you just didn't have the right materia equipped. So, like, you just don't know what their weakness is. Like, yeah. oh, they were weak to ice and I don't have ice. But she can swap between, in her normal attacks, can swap between four different materia types. Uh-huh. So, you could always find the weakness of the character. So, it was kind of fun because it kind of played more like a character action game. But then I was thinking, like, I wouldn't want to play this character in a party because just because you just play as Yuffie yep. and it's super complex. <laughs> like I, I felt like I was like thinking and doing all this other stuff with just this one character. It's like, I can't imagine this character with another party. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have another party member named Sonan who you don't play as. And I think this is, it's kind of interesting because you're seeing like, okay, what are they thinking for remake too? Um, you can't play as him. So you can't do the basic like punch or just normal yep. attacks, but you can do the abilities like you would any other party member. Okay. So it was kind of cool, like, I kind of liked being hands-off from him, because Yuffie was already enough to chew on, and then, um, but you could still use him as, like, a normal party member. So I think that's how they're going to use guest characters, like, you could still use their abilities as needed, but 
um, you can't take direct control of them. And I was like, honestly fine with that just because like I was saying, like Yuffie already has like a lot of mechanics in play. Well, and I feel like um, even with, even with seven remake, I think I spent most of my time just as cloud and just use the abilities anyway. I think that's how most people sure. play it is you kind of picture character and just use the abilities of the other ones. And I mean, outside of this parts where you were very specifically like, you should be using this person right now. Sure. Yeah. The rest it's kind of, okay, pick your, essentially your main and just use the abilities of the other ones. So I think maybe leaning hard into that and going, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's just make this character really, really good. Rich. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I I, I kind of play, I play different in Final Fantasy Remake where I did like to swap between the characters because oh. you kind of need to to get those ATB bars up. Um, but I do understand, like, because I did play mostly as Cloud, like, for most of the time, I, and I, I get what you mean. So I think that probably is what they were thinking, the way that they were going. Um, there is one aspect of this DLC, though, that I have to mention, which is Fort Condor, which is That's the mini a mini game. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, which is a mini game that existed in Final Fantasy VII Remake that all of your favorite characters from Final Fantasy VII Remake love and play all the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I remember this. But, yeah. Yeah, and they all forgot to they they didn't mention that at all in the, in the original game. But man, boy, every it is a very popular game in Midgar, especially in your little town, and everybody plays it. So, uh, what Fort Condor is? Fort Condor is a cool mini game, and how it works like there's in town there's maybe ten different characters that you interact with and talk with um, that are basically time for like, hey, remember this character from Final Fantasy VII Remake? I bet you weren't expecting them in this DLC. <laughs> and they have like a fun back and forth with Yuffie, and then you do this board game thing. And it's a little bit probably too involved to talk about, like, and try and explain all the mechanics because it's just, it's, uh, but it's basically just like putting pieces on a board and each piece has a certain affinity that kind of works like a rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. So like you have a range type, a defense type, a attack type, and you sort of like, and you sort of like, they kind of like auto battle on their own and like where you're dropping characters. Like, okay, I see this guy is having this type of character. I need Mm -hmm. to place this type of character. Um, and that sort of thing but it's really it's really fun it's kind of puzzly i was surprised that i got super into it because i think of my like eight hours total of this thing i think i spent like three hours on four contours <laughs> <laughs> like if you skip that and it like honestly i don't think i don't think even the reward was like i don't i don't remember the reward it was not <laughs> that's, big. Always a good, that's always a good sign i don't i did this for three hours and i got something <laughs> something and like it wasn't i remember like the reward was not worth it but i just really enjoyed it like i didn't want to continue the story mm-hmm. like uh until i finished all my fort condor stuff and like i feel like that's like the sign of a good mini game yeah. is like regardless of what you're getting from it just the act of playing it is is super fun and i'd like i would say like my eight hour runtime probably would have been like five hours if i just skipped that entirely and people will and be like well that was a short dlc and it is five hours isn't bad for dlc it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think just like ultimately because the story didn't really feel like it did much. Mm-hmm. That I think that was kind of ultimately where it felt like a little bit shorter and not as fulfilling. And like the first half of the DLC is like visiting a lot of stuff you've seen. But it feels very. This is sound condescending but like dlce where it's like oh we put a new character in, in settings that yeah we already have assets for because you hang out in like that main midgard midgard town yep. for like four of those hours but there is a point when you finally do get to go see new areas and and that kind of thing and that was that was definitely more interesting but i definitely remember for the first half of this dlc going like i don't know it's it's all right it's kind of fun but they do some really really cool stuff with boss battles and you could see them kind of work in the ps5 a bit um which was kind of fun and i wasn't really expecting like the final boss battle on this is like just it's really cool looking but it was 
there were so many particle effects on screen. It was kind of hard <laughs> to tell what was going on. <laughs> but it was just cool. Like it was, it was neat seeing them kind of like push the hardware a little bit because there's some scenes that's like, oh, this looked way better than anything I saw in the remake. And it's like, okay, this is kind of mm-hmm. where they're going with, um, with it. And I don't. I don't know the spoilers. I think people may ask, like, "Hey, is this like required viewing before remake 2? Yeah, and yes. I mean, the the, the fact that, <laughs> the fact that you're going to dirge a Cerberus implies that everything is required viewing. It's like, yeah, I mean, sure. It's Nomura That's doing fair. this, so I feel like it's going to end up like Kingdom Hearts, where like we're going to take this 27 seconds out of this UV DLC, and that is the main plot line for remake part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll, yeah. <laughs> if the if the total story of Final Fantasy VII Remake was like 25%, like the first one was like maybe 30% of it. Yeah. After you play this DLC, it'll be like 30.1%. Mm-hmm. It does some, it does some like Marvel sort of mid-credit stuff. That's like, if you're interested in Final Fantasy VII Remake stuff, you should probably get yeah. this just for required viewing. It was neat though. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's what, that should be your expectation going into a DLC like this. It's neat. There's a new character. You gave yeah. me a little tiny chunk of something, and I was entertained for five or ten hours. That's a DLC in yeah. my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I will say that the boss fights were like super cool. I know I didn't really talk too much about that, and be kind of like weird spoilers getting into it. But the, mechanically, what they're doing with the boss fights, I was surprised how involved they were. They felt with just I only had to control one character. Yeah, but there's like a lot of neat stuff going on in the boss battles that was kind of unexpected, and the DLC is actually kind of hard. I was I died a few times, like a number of times in like my eight <laughs> hours. Um, which was, I mean, I, yeah, it was just kind of surprising how often I was dying. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, this is actually not, not an easy thing. Like I would like, again, besides the fact of like, Hey, you should know story wise, play this after Final Fantasy seven. There is sort of an expectation going this, like you understand mechanically how this works, Yeah, which I did A seven ago. months ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess to wrap up how you've mentioned like mid credits, Marvel style stuff. Is this really self-contained? Like, is this does it have a solid beginning middle end or is this like clearly like we're just jumping in here and then oh yep we're back in the main story nothing really happened like is there like a clear like this was yuffie's story during this time period yes yeah yeah and it definitely and i would say like the end of it like i would say it has like a a pretty definitive conclusion but it's like clear that they're setting up um kind of like with remake in general that they're like they they're kind of like building a foundation for some from like some new interesting things that Mm -hmm. they're kind of playing around with the final fantasy 7 storyline and it's clear with like a lot some of the yuffie stuff there's a lot there's stuff that's like unresolved that they're probably going to bring into like this is now the new yuffie story stuff that we're going to talk about once we bring yuffie into play yeah i would say it doesn't doesn't end in a cliffhanger it's definitely like hey this is yuffie's little story and then we'll probably get more into it in final fantasy 7 remake yeah nice well, but we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.